is Gemara and Ksubis Daf Zayin. We concluded yesterday on Vavom Rebeis. We concluded with a Machlekes Abayin Ravo, whether it's a Machlekes Hanayim with regard to the Machlekes of Rav and Shmuel, a little bit confusing. Machlekes, Machlekes, Machlekes. But basically, is one allowed to have the first act of intercourse on a Shabbos? Malivo, Betchil Beshabbos, of course, with a Basula, with a virgin in which we assume there's going to be Dam, Dam Besulim. This went back to two days ago in which we had a fundamental discussion whether Dam is Chabure Mechbar. At some level, it's absorbed into the walls of the Rechem. Or whether Dam Mifkar Pocket is like that balloon that's just sitting there to pop, based upon the Machlekes, the large Machlekes, Rav Yehuda and Rav Shimon, whether Davashin Miskavin is mother, says Rav Shimon, or Azur says Rav Yehuda. Of course, we have the concept of Sikresha, that even though Rav Shimon says Davashin Miskavin, if you don't have intent for something, it's mother. But if it's unavoidable, it's Sikresha, it's 100%, it's going to happen, then it's going to be forbidden. And we concluded yesterday with Rabba and Abayi discussing whether that Machlekes is a Machlekes Tanayim. Now we pick it up, three lines to the bottom of Avon Mabez, Masiv Ravami, again, we're continuing asking questions on the opinion of Shmuel, that it is forbidden to, for the Basula to be together for the first time on Shabbos, because of the concern there might be dam, there might be blood. Says Ravami, Hamabiz Morza Shabbos. If someone pops a pimple on Shabbos, or in our school terminology, you lance a boil, you pop a pimple. The question is, when you pop that pimple, why are you popping that pimple? Are you doing to get rid of the lecha, to get rid of the pus? Why would you do that? Because that's what removes the pain. Then it's allowed. But if you're doing it, you're doing it to make an opening. That's forbidden. Why is that forbidden? Because you're building. You're building in the person. You're making an opening, and that's how you're going to heal the pimple. And therefore, it's forbidden. Just to point out, before we go further into this Gemara, just and it's actually has to do with yesterday as well. Whether Lamaisa, there is a whether there is a din of Baina building by a person is in truth a tremendous machlaikis we're seeing over here the Gemara is taking on for Dover Pashid. Yes, indeed it comes out to be a machlaikis. We shine him all the way to Lachalmaisa, a machlaikis apaiskim. And the cases this is uh Nagea, many cases, just one interesting case is in is in a arm that becomes dislocated. Are you allowed to pop it back in, or do we say that's Baina? You're building the person. Basically, based on the fact that it's a very simple act, if anyone has ever seen it happen, they just take the hand and they do a dot of a push. There is, and because at the end of the day, it's extremely painful, etc., etc., there's makam to be made well, even to have a yid to push back in a dislocation on Shabbos. But back at our Gemara, says our Gemara, are you allowed to pop a pimple on Shabbos? So if you're doing it to remove the pus, it's allowed. If you're doing it to build, it is going to be forbidden. Look at the top Rashi for a moment, very important Rashi, quoting Gemara and Shabbos, that says, what do you mean it's potter if you remove the lecha? It means it's mutter, it's allowed, which of course is abnormal. Usually the word potter means potter aval aser. It's, it's mutter, but it's aser midrabanan. Here Rashi points out very importantly, it's mutter lechat and says the Gemara, this is the Kasha. What's the Kasha? As Rashi speaks out in the second line, according to Shmuel that says, it's also Levo Betzchil Shabbos. Why is it forbidden? We see over here that if you're doing it just to remove the Dam, to remove the Pas, is akin to removing the Dam of the Dam Basulim, so it should be Mutter. Answers the Gemara, no, there's a scientific difference between a pimple and between the Basulim and the woman. Ha'asam pakid va'akir, ha'cha pakid akir. Hasam by the pimple. The pimple is pocket va'akir. The fluid, the pus, is collected and detached. It's almost off the body. So when you pop that pimple and it pops out, it, nothing is coming out of the body. Hacha by the besulim, paka va'akir. It's true, like we said, it's like that balloon that you're popping the balloon, but at some level it's still attached 
to the body, as Rashi points out, it's nivlek sas in the walls, and that's the reason why Shmuel will hold, it's still forbidden. Says the Gemara, two lines down, and Zayin Amar Aleph, Rav Ami, Shar Lemivu Betchil B'Shabes, Amr Le'Rabbanan Volek Ksiv Ksubasa. So Rav Ami says, excuse me, you're allowed to have the first act of intercourse, like the opinion of Rav. Amr Le'Rabbanan, so ask the Rabbanan, the third line, one second, Volek Ksiv Ksubasa. You did not write the Ksuba. So how are you allowed to be together for the first time on Chavez? We're assuming over here what's going on is, is that they didn't get married prior, and therefore... Why are you allowed to do it? And of course, the Rishayim here deal with why was there not a Ksuba rain? It seems that sometimes they wrote the Ksuba after the Chasana. So you ask the Gemara, how are you allowed to sleep together for the first time in Shabbos if there's no Ksuba? Amr Loho, you know why? After Sua Metaltalin, the case is referring to that they're going to grab the Metaltalin as Rashi over here on the fifth, on the fourth watt narrow line says, you're going to give him some movable projects, give him some, uh, uh, movable items as a mashkain, as a collateral that you can eventually pay and write up a ksuba. Says the Gemara, Rav Zid, Rav Zid says you're allowed to have this first act of intercourse. Again, Rav Ami said it's allowed. Rav Zvid said it's allowed. And of course, from yesterday, we know Rav said it's allowed. And Iga the Ami says the Gemara, not only did Rav Zvid say it's allowed, but Rav Zvid, Gufei Ba'il, Betchila B'Shabbis. And similarly, continues the Gemara of Yehuda, Shailam Mivel Betchila, be Yomtif. Rav Yehuda says, you'll have to be the first time together on Yomtif. So do we have Rav, Ravami, Rav Zid, and Rav Yehuda, all allowing the first act of intercourse on a Shabbos. But Rav Yehuda said Yomtif, says the Gemara. Don't think, what did Rav Yehuda mean? It's mutter on Yantif, but not Shabbos. No! You know why Rav Yehuda said Yantif? That was the story. The story was that they slept together the first time in Yantif. But of course, says Rav Papi, it's indeed mutter even on Shabbos. Rav Papa, Mishmei Rav, and of course, often we have Rav Papi and Rav Papa. So Rav Papi said the name of Rav it's mutter on Shabbos according to Rav Yehuda. Rav Papa says the name of Rama Omar beyond of Shari beyond of Shari. Excuse me, but with Shabbos also. Rav Yehuda was specific when he said Yantif, but on Shabbos it's forbidden. Why? I'm really Rav Papi, Rav Papa, my daytach. What are you talking about? Why is it mutter and yantiv and aser and Shabbos? Do you think that the reason is? Are you going to tell me that there's a special dispensation on yantiv? You know why? Because sins, kindling, making a fire. Excuse me. I skipped. Because chabura, making a wound is mutter. You're going to allow it even when it's not a tzairech. If that is true, you know what's going to come out according to you, Rapapa statement. Mutter lasses mugmar You should be allowed to make mugmar. What is mugmar? Rashi says is they take some incense, you took some besamim, and you put it on fire. Why did they do it? They did it to make their house smell good, make their utensils and their, their clothing smell good. So says Rav Papi, if you're right, Rav Yehuda, you should even be allowed to do this act of mugmar, putting these besamim on a fire to make this incense on, Sha- on Yantif. Why? So similarly, and we know that's not true. So Amar Lei, Rapapa responds, Olecha Amar Kra, says Rapapa, you got it wrong. The Pasik says, with regard to Yantif preparations, something that we've seen, 
And Gemaras, in Maikad in Chagiga, if we guard the Yantas preparation, that which is eaten by any person. And from there we learn, that which is mother and Yantav is something that is equal by all people. And therefore the reason why, Rabbi explains, that Rabbi Yehuda allowed the act of intercourse the first time in Yantav specifically, and not Shabbos, because it's something that is something that is mother for all people, something as we'll see in a moment, anyone is shayach and relevant to having that first act of intercourse in Yantif. That's why he's mutter. And this will come clear in one moment. According to what you just said, which we think right now means something that's equal to all people. If you have a deer on Yantif, deer is a very expensive type of meat. So you're going to tell me because it's not equal, not everyone eats deer. So you're not allowed to shecht and you're not allowed to have the deer on Yantif. Also, the Mishchadei, Amrlei, no, I know Davar had Tzayrech lechol nevish kamina. I don't mean that every person could afford it. It's a Tzayrech; it's a necessity for all people. And Tzvi Tzayrech lechol nevishu. And of course, all types of food are a Tzayrech lechol nevish. And that is the reason why it's allowed. And that is how Rav Papa explains how he learned the opinion of Rav Yehuda that specifically Mutter and Yantif, because Abiyah Rishayna is something which is a Tzayrech Lechol Nafesh, and that is what is Mutter and Yantif. And of course, we see from here a very important and famous rule that when it comes to all food, all food preparations, the reason why they're Mutter and Yantif, even though you might be cooking some expensive steak that someone else can't afford, but ostensibly it's something that is a Tzayrech for all people to have food. And Amar Rav Yaakov Ar-Idi, Hoyer Rav Yechlan B'Tzaydan, Rav and gave up sack. Also, live up with So, even though we started off today with Rav Zvid and Rav Papa. Excuse me, Rav Zvid and Rav Ami and Rav and Rav Papi in the name of Rav Yehuda that all learned is allowed to have that first act of intercourse in Shabbos. Answering the question that we started two days ago, Ma'u Livol B'Tchilu B'Shabbos. But says Rav Yaakov, no, Rav Yoichlan got up and gave up Sakalach in a place called Sidon that it is forbidden. Ask the Gemara one second. You just said the word Hayra. He got up and he gave a Hayra. He gave up Sakalach in public. Omiika Hayra. Is there that word Hayra the Gemara is bothered by? Does the word Hayra ever connote that it means a forbidden act? Answers the Gemara in, yeah, Veltanan. Not Veltanan as a Kashba Veltanan. We learned that a Mishnah says the Gemara Hayra. Excuse me. We are five lines from the white lines. The word Hayra is also used by Basil for also an Isser. That the Nazir is another for another seven years. So we see a precedent that the word Hayra could be used in conjunction with an Isser. Vinami, another Raya, Kiyodetanya, as we learned in Abraisa, Chota Shidra, if someone's spinal cord is Nifsak, Shanifsak, Berubai, Divrei Rabbi, Ravyakyomar, Filu Nekef, we're discussing over here an animal at what point this animal becomes a trefa? Says the Gemara, we have a machlekes. Rebbe says that the majority of the spinal cord has to be split, and Rabbi Yaakov says, no, even if it's just going to have a hole. And what happened? Hoira Rebbe Kirav Yaakov. So see again, using the word Hoira in conjunction with an Iser. So with a conjunction with a Chumra. So it's not schwer that Rabbi Yaakov said over there, Rabbi Yechanan was Hoira, that you cannot have that first act of intercourse on Shabbat. About this last race, so what is called a uh, trefa, whether you need the majority of the spinal cord split or whether you need one whole, send Rav Yehuda, Rav Huna, we do not bask like Rav Yaakov, and rather, 
we need to have, like Rebbe, the majority of the spinal cord split. Now, says the Gemara, a different way of learning Rabbi Yechanan. Again, seven lines, eight lines from the wide lines. Rabbi Yaakov, our Edi, said what Rabbi Yechanan say, also live over Tchil B'Shavis. Rabbi Nachman, our Yislik Masni, he learns a little bit differently in the first wide line. I'm Rabbi Vua, Shol, Rabbi Shmuel ben Yaakov, the Minsur, as Rabbi Yechanan, Bitsaidin. Rabbi Shmuel ben Yaakov, from the place called Tzur, asked Rabbi Yechanan in Saidin, Vano, Shmia, Mao, live over Tchil B'Shavis. He said to him, and I overheard what is the din with regard to one having the first act of intercourse in Shabbos. And Rabbi Yechon responded, oh, sir. But concludes the Gemara, two and a half day discussion. Excuse me. And that is indeed the Psaq Alacha. If it's ever relevant that one gets married and it comes a Friday night and they have not slept together yet, the Pesach Allah is that they're allowed to be together for the first time in Shabbos, even though it could potentially cause dam like we saw the past few days. That is the halacha. Says the Gemara Zayin Amar Aleph, three lines in to the wide lines. Omar Rav Chalboy, Omar Rav Huna, Omar Rav Abu Barzad, Omar Rav Achas Besula, Vachas Almana, Tauna Bracha. Now we go into the Chasana, we go into the incredible brachas that are given at a Chasana, and starts of the Gemara, whether a Besula, a woman who never had intercourse, is getting married, or whether an Almana, a woman that was previously married, a widow is getting married, Tauna Bracha. They require brachas. Ask the Gemara, Omiyam Ravuna, Hachi, did Ravuna really say this? Vam Ravuna Almana Inotuna Bracha. Ravuna said Almana does not require Brachas at her Chasana. Answers the Gemara like Kasha. Can be Bachar Shinas Almana. If a Bachar, which means a man for the first time he's getting married, marries an Almana, a widow woman who was previously married, then they require Bracha. Can be Almana Shinas Almana. But if a man was previously married and the woman was previously married, a widow and a widower, then both of them, then that's where Ravuna meant. They do not require bracha at their wedding. Ask the Gemara further. They don't need bracha. How do we know that when you say the bracha of chasan and that at a chuppah, you need to have ten Jews present? The Bosik says, seven lines to the bottom of Zayin Amaral. This is a story in Ross that Bayaz talk. Ten people from the elders of the city, and they said, sit over here, and they sat there, and says the Gemara, who was getting married over there? Bayaz was an Alman, he was previously married, and he was marrying Ross, who was also previously married, and says the Gemara, we see clearly that there is a concept, that there is a bracha over there, so what did Ravuna mean, that there is no bracha by an Alman, two people who were previously married? Answers the Gemara, my, uh, my inoituna bracha. What did Ravuna mean? Five lines from the bottom. Read to interprets the Gemara. What did Ravuna mean when he said that they do not require a bracha? Ravuna inoituna bracha calls Zayin. There's no shiva. There's no seven days of shavar bracha. But even if they were both previously married, they require a bracha for one day at the chuppah. There is still the shiva brachis. Elahadetanya asked the Gemara further that which we said. A few days ago, we said, even when a woman was previously married, the Chazal were concerned for the welfare of every every Jewish girl, that they should be at least together with their husband for three days. So you're telling me there's only a bracha for one day, but we see there should be three days. Ask the Gemara, what was that statement? What was that rice? What's the case? If the man was never married, you just said there should be seven days of bracha. If the man was previously married, the 
There's one day of bracha. Answers the Gemara, two answers. Iba Yisima ba'alman yaimechad lebracha u'shleisha lesimcha. Ah, two different things. What was the shock to? What was the concern of Chazal that the Brisa quoted that we saw in the beginning of the Masechta? The concern was that a husband and wife be together, and that was the Raya that we said that when they get married on a Wednesday night, that they should sleep together first. Excuse me. When the Almana gets married on a Thursday, they sleep together on a Thursday night so that they're together Thursday of the Chasana, Friday, because the Chiba is after the Tashmish on a Thursday night and Shabbos. That's Simcha that's being together. But with regard to the Bracha, there's no Shabbat Brachas all three days. The Bracha is only the first day when it's an Alma and Shanasa Almana, two different people that are previously married. Teretz number one of the Gemara. Iba Yisim on the last line, another Teretz says the Gemara. Bebacher Shiva. What do, when do we say that the 70s is celebrated? When a bacher, a boy that was unmarried, marries a woman that was previously married. Bebacher shiva lebracha. Seven days for shavar brachis. Ushloi shalasimcha. But if she was previously married, then there's only three days of rejoicing, which we would quote-unquote call shavar brachis. But there won't be the shavar brachis all seven days. But rather, shiva lebracha, excuse me. Incorrect. Shiva Libracha says the Gemara, if, again, one more time. A Bachar, a boy that was previously not married, and a woman that was previously married. A Bachar marrying an Almana. There are seven days that you make the Bracha, but it's only three days that they're required to be together. So again, for seven days, if they're together, there will be Shiva Brachas, but they're only required to spend three days together. And now we turn over to Zayin Amabiz, ask the Gemara, based on the two answers that we just said. Because what did we just conclude on the bottom of Ramad Aleph? We just said that if a woman who was previously married, an almana, marries an almain, what do we say? The second terrorist just taught us that there still are seven days of Sheva brachis. Meisvei asked the Gemara Mavarchin Besula Sheva. says in our that there are seven days of brachis for a besula. Ul almana, yoimachad, only one day. My love, what's the case when Almana, a woman who was previously married, only has brachas for one day? Seemingly, we think it's any case of Almana, which includes an Almana that's marrying a boy that was never married, and yet it says only brachas for one day. And you just told me in the bottom of Almana that there's seven days. Says the Gemara, Loi. It's not what it's referring to. La Almon is referring to when an Almana marries an Almon, a widow, and a widower, two people that are previously married. That's when there's bracha for one day. But Tazimara, one second. Avalib Bachar. So let's, let's imply. But what happens if the boy was not married, my Shiva? So you're gonna tell me, like you said in the second terrace on the bottom of Aleph, that there are seven days of bracha. Iachi. So what should this Bryce have said on top of Ahmed Bey's? Listening, Mavarchan Lebsula Shiva. Ulaumanashnesis Labachar Shiva. Ulaumana Yoimachar. Says the Gemara, it should have spoken out that if the Alman is marrying a Bracher, then there's seven days. If the Alman is marrying an Almain, then it's one day. So that's the, the, from the fact, excuse me, that the Brisa did not speak it out. And it just said, Mavarchal Besula Sheva. Well, Almana Yoimachat seemingly is a Kasha. Seemingly shows us that there will never be a case, even if she's marrying a Bracher, there will not be seven days of rejoicing. Says the Gemara, Milsab Sikta Katani, Delekab Sula Debatsami Sheva, Blakalmana Debatsami Yoimachat. God. Says the Gemara, we go with a milsa dipsikta. We go with something that's clear. And this is a really important rule with Brysas. And this really puts into perspective lots of Gemaras. Many times people are bothered that the Gemara quotes a Brysa or the Gemara quotes a Mishnah. And then what does the Gemara say? And we start 
cutting and pasting it. And why? What's going on? You know why? Because when Bryce's and Mishnayas were written, they wrote a clear cut. Sikta. They only wrote things which were absolute, but that by doing that, it leaves out other cases. And that is the reason why the Bryce's said, Anytime the woman Subsula, she's a virgin, she never had relations, automatically, seven days of bracha. And, and there's never an almana that has less than one day. It's true, the Gemara is concluding. If the almana is together with a bachar, it will be seven days. What did the b'risa mean, almana? It's one day. There's never less than one day. Meaning, it's at least that. If it's almana with an almana, then it'll be one day. If it's almana with a bachar, it will be seven days. Says the Gemara, we're at the two dots, about eight lines down, and Zayin Mabez, Gufa. Let's go back to what we just said a moment ago, the statement of Rav Nachman. Amr Rav Nachman. Amr Basar. On the bottom of the Amid, we quoted now, where do we know? And this was the Gemara's question over there on the question of Almun and Almana, the story of Roy, Bus, Bus, Rus and Bayas that the Gemara over there was asking that we saw over there that there were brachis. But now the Gemara says, let's go back into that story a little bit. How do we know that we need to have 10 people by Birch Chasanim, Shinamar, as the Gemara quoted the Paschanomadalf, and they took 10 men and they said to sit over there, and they sat there. Ravu says another source. in the assembly blesses Hashem from the womb literally of Klal Yisrael. So we have two different sources. How do we know the Birch Chasanim and each and every Chobah that we go to ever wonder? Why do we need to have 10 people to hear the Brachis, which by the way causes big Nafkaminas Allah Lamaisa. For example, this is the reason why sometimes people won't use a microphone or at least there should be 10 people close enough that could hear if there wasn't the microphone which will allow there to be a microphone. The reason in Corona this was very relevant. What's the reason? Two sources, either from Rus and Bayaz or B'makilus Baruch Lekim Hashem Kar Yisrael. And now in the classical Gemara game of Ping Pong, we have Rav Nachman from Rus and Bayaz, we have Rav Hua from B'makilus, and each one, why don't you learn like the other? Rav Nachman by Karad, Rav Hua, my Dar Shibay, what does he do with the Pasuk of Rav Hua? How do we know that even the over the fetus in her mommy's belly, her mommy's womb, I should say, not in the belly, said Shira said praise on the sea by by Kriyas Yamsh Namar, Bemakelois Barukwalakim, Hashem Mimikar Yisrael. As we said, the word Mikar means the Makar means the womb, literally. And by the way, that is what it's referred to as. That is the reason that is a source, says Ram Nachman, that even the Ubar Bame Iman said Shirat Hashem. Vedach, what does Ravua say? Mkinli Makram Mibetan. My Mimikar. Why do you use the word Makar? Al iski Makar. You know what it's referring to? It's referring to matters of the Makar, which is referring to now we go the other way. What does do with the Paschal Rav Nachman? She needs the Paschal Rav Nachman by Rus and Boyaz for a drasha. It's a very, very famous drasha. That is what he learns from the Paschal. Rav Nachman says Rav Nachman, excuse me, says Ravua. This is the Pasuk of Rav Nachman, one more time. Says Ravua, if you're going to tell me that this Pasuk of Rus and Bayez has come to teach me that there was a bracha, lo Why did Bayez get ten Zikanim there? It must be that the Zikanim, the elders were there because this was a very important matter. What was the matter? They were darshaning one of the most famous drushas. David Amel came from here. Amani v'lai amani is mayavis, lo'i mayavis. Ve'edach. And what does Rav Nachman say? Why would you need ten? 
10 people there. If you're just darshaning a pasik, what do you need 10 people there? And says Martin, no, you wouldn't need 10 people. Barsume Milsa, you need 10 people in order to publicize this incredible ruling. He told his Talmud of Hanan, get 10 people. And he told him to get 10 people. You know why? Because I'm teaching you a hallmark ruling, a watershed moment. If you want to give something over to an unborn baby, it works. And he told him to get 10 people. So we see a concept of getting 10 people even for Allahic ruling. That's Machlik is Rabbu and Rabnach from the two sources that we learn out. Where, you know, 10 people, that you need 10 people by a chuppah. And, but the Gemara concludes that, by the way, Hamazak Lober is in Lysa, does not work. You cannot give something to an unborn fetus. And we'll conclude today with Tanur Abanan. We're about eight lines of the wide lines. This Birchas Chasanim, this Bracha that we say was only said, the house of the Chasan, Rabbi Yudam Raf, Erusin. It's even said by the Erusin. And of course, Mavarchan Isa, and of course he's referring to in a nostalgic world that the Eirisin and Nesuin actually inherit in Eretz Yisrael. There's so many people that do this. They have an Eirisin. They make real Tanayim. But many of us in America, particularly non-Chasidim also as well, do the Eirisin and the Nesuin together. We do not do separate Tanayim at the Chasana. But says the Gemara, That was only in Yehuda. Why? Because in Yehuda they did a very interesting thing. After the Eirisin and they would have Yichud and that was the reason why they said these Incredible brachas in the place called Yehuda. Tani idach another brisa. Bavarcham berchas chasana beis chasana berchas eirusin beis eirusin. Says the Gemara. Berchas eirusin my mavarich. What is the brach of eirusin? Ravin baravada varab baravada tarvayim mishmeinter of Yehuda Amar. We're three lines from the wide lines. Barachat Hashem elkinam elchalam hashakidoshanim b'sleisav itzimanu. Al arayus. You commanded us with regard to arayus forbidden unions. Vaser lanu. And you said that once his air is in, the person is forbidden. And you said that once you have this and once you get together a real marriage, you now mutter. How is that done? With Chopa and Kedushin. And he said, no, the bracha ends a little bit differently. And man, do you have a chasima? Meaning, does the bracha end with Baruch Hashem? So according to the first opinion, it says, no, you know why? Well, you make a bracha on eights. You make a bracha of your, on your tefillin. You don't have two brachas. You don't say bra- baruch and end with a baruch. No, it's one baruch at the beginning. Oman de chasim, according to the second man, the Amar, according to Rav Acha, that says we conclude with a baruch, midaveh kedusha. He says that it's learned out from Kedusha, it's learned out from Kiddush, as Rashi explains, in which we have a bracha both at the beginning and at the end. We'll pick up from this Birchas Chasanim in tomorrow's daf, Emir Hashem.